Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. Wait a second. Children of all ages? Isn't this show rated explicit? If that doesn't sound right, we're going to be using a lot of adult no-no words. Ladies and gents, we're proud to present to you the Spinning Our Gears podcast. As a reminder, the issues, views, and opinions discussed in this podcast are those of the co-hosts and their guests and do not reflect those of any department, agency, city, municipality, state, or country. All stories, characters, and individuals discussed on the podcast should be considered fictional for entertainment value, especially if there's any Blue Falcons listening in. Listener discretion is advised. If you don't like it, hit the big X and find something else. Otherwise, without further ado, here are your hosts, Turk and Swagger. Welcome back, everyone, to the Spinning Our Gears podcast. I'm Turk, the beautiful son of a gun on the other end of that microphone, a swagger. Together, we're a couple of guys spinning our gears. Swagger, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing good. A little tired, but I'm doing good. Yeah, you know, you don't have to be so nice to me. Well, but you are. Well, I appreciate that. Nobody else is, <laughs> but you know. You're, you're a, a darn good looking man. Yeah, well, I appreciate that. It's very <laughs> nice of you. What are you up to, man? Uh, not a lot, dude. I uh, obviously just got done watching the Super Bowl and still yeah. uh, still giddy like a schoolgirl because of the Roll Call Room podcast. That was a lot of fun. So Yeah. I tell you what, uh, I had kind of a little mini panic attack. I thought today was the 14th, and I'm oh. like, oh, crap. Was Valentine's Day on the Super Bowl Sunday? And like I forgot to tell my wife anything, but looked at my watch, and we're good to go there. So. That's good. Yeah, that would have been a mistake. Close game though. Yeah, dude. I uh, just like the rest of the games. It was pretty crazy, you know. Three point win and you called it. Yeah, I did call it. I I definitely uh, my bet was I made placed a few bets that hit, which was good. And they, you know, I had a five leg parlay that went. So I'm pretty happy about that. See, on the flip side of that, I took your advice in the twenty eight thirty one from last episode, and I lost big. Oh man, I'm sorry. Well, I didn't lose big. I had uh, I hadn't been betting in forever. I'd played around with it last season and. I think I had like 30 bucks left and I just decided I was going to dump it all and whatever I have, I'll cash out. So yeah, I don't know if I made any money or not. I'll have to check that later. What did you think about Cooper Cup getting the MVP? I thought that? it was good. I thought it was good. He, I mean, he's been kind of the heart and soul of that team Yeah, pretty much I, all year. I think he should have won the NFL MVP. I think you're right too. I mean, that dude, I really do. They're not all the records that he said. Yeah. And they're not um, in that position without him whatsoever. And I mean, yeah. granted, you know, he still did that after, you know, Odell Beckham went down. So, yeah, absolutely. He even got some rushes in there. And I didn't get to see much of the first half just because, uh, you know, family planning stuff. But I didn't see the, the halftime show either. It sounds like maybe Snoop Dogg was wearing some Crip colors, which doesn't surprise me at all. But nope. I think, we could, I think we could probably do a whole episode on the NFL and what's going on there with law enforcement. But that's probably. Probably another, another time. Yeah, another another story. I mean, I will say that t- that halftime show brought me back to like high school. You know, dance, eighth grade high school. You know, okay. Yeah, okay. No, not to age myself. Did you go yeah. in the bathroom and axe uh, axe shower yourself? I did. I did. I went through and did the uh, junior <laughs> high car wash, and uh, and I came back out. And my uh, my wife was like, "What the hell just happened?" <laughs> I'm like, "I'm prepared for this halftime show." God I will tell you that. Happen. 
that Rams defense is something else. I don't think I like hardly any of the players on their defense no. besides maybe Eric Weddle, but they're they're dominant. Yeah, do you think that Aaron Donald's gonna he's gonna or Aaron Donald is gonna retire? I don't know. I I I couldn't tell if that was anything serious there, if it was just a story being pushed. He's only thirty. Yeah, I know. Unlike, I mean, go out on top, on top yeah. of your position, on top of the game. But well, I can see Matt Stafford retiring. He's got kids. He's got yeah. You know, he got what he wanted to do. Like that's the thing, man. I thought Tom Brady should have retired last year after they won the Super Bowl. I think you're right. I think uh, I could see Matt Stafford retiring, but I also could see him like he sees what's around him. You know, possibly being a little bit of a dynasty or you know a repeater, and he might stick around. One thing that kind of bugged me, and I know the players can't hear it, but the announcers just kept bringing up Tom Brady, and I'm yeah. like, like man, just let the guys have their game. You know, yeah. he's not here, and he's not who there. cares? Oh, well, that's yeah. He's had that much influence on the league for that long. Yeah, they, just, they have nothing to talk about when he's not there. So, I guess I've got my own personal opinions on him, but it goes against the grain. So we'll <laughs> go ahead and squash that. So. Yeah, what do you think of uh, these young football coach, these young head coaches doing this? Is that like the the trend that's starting to take off in the NFL and maybe even college football is to get these young guys in there? I think so. I think you're going to see a bigger influx of older guys in college because the younger guys are taking over the NFL. Yeah, I think they, you know? I think you almost have to. I think there's just that much of that much level of you know the game has changed so much with the run pass option and yeah. Yeah. I think you're you're going to see more of the Ferenzes and more of the Sabins in college, and I think you're going to start seeing more McVeighs in in the NFL. I agree completely. Let's yeah. say, hey, Sean Taylor isn't he was a linebacker, right? Uh you know, I don't know. I'm, the, I think it was the same Sean Taylor, but I saw that just a couple couple times they panned over to him. You know, we talked about how kind of a laid back good guy he is. He's got kind of a fierce fierce oh, side to him and a fierce look to him. The Bengals coach. Yeah, uh, yes. Zach, Zach Taylor, yes. Yeah, that's what I, I said. Oh, okay. Nope. No, you didn't. Jackass. I thought you said Sean for some reason. Oh, maybe I did. I don't know. Who knows? But, um, yeah. Yeah, I I think I'd like to play for that guy for sure. Yeah, he'd probably run through a wall for his players just from the the intensity that he that he has. And it's not nothing that he does, you know, physically. It's more of the uh, the internal emotional support that I think he – thrives through onto his players i thought he did a great post-game interview very humble covered everything for his players so they didn't have to do it themselves and i thought yeah, it was good they'll be back they'll, they'll definitely be back in the mix there I think <coughs> they, obviously me. they're gonna have to clear the bills i think i think yeah. the bills are gonna take some revenge but, but I, I do the chiefs will be there as well still that's what i was just gonna say i do think the chiefs will continue to be good i've yeah. got my some concerns about them but you know we'll see yeah so yeah. Well, I tell you what, man, we've got uh, we do have a topic we're going to get to a little bit here later on in the show. Uh, it's a little bit different than what we have been doing. It's somewhat law enforcement related with the lifestyle of law enforcement, but it's also a little bit different. First, we got a couple of maintenance things to go over, though. I had uh, a fan reach out to me and very respectfully, the last episode, not the roll call room episode, but the one before that, I made some comments about the EAP when it comes to mental health. And I think that I think my comment was that the EAP is not a solution. It's a bridge to the solution or something like that. And it sounds like maybe I might have I might have talked. I might have I might have stated some some wrong things there. Uh, This fan was telling me that they had had experience with the EAP and that it was actually very successful for them. They were big to state that the EAP is what you make of it. 
So you have to put the effort into it and definitely don't go into it with the expectation that things are going to be fixed in the, the three free visits you get from your department. So <clears throat> I hope that it didn't seem like I was completely trashing the AP in that episode. Just some of the stories that I'd heard were to kind of go into it with a grain of salt, but it sounds like you can be successful going through there. They do have good programs they can get you into or get you connected with if they're not the solution. And one of the one of the things that I liked they said was that the AP and just mental health awareness all around is a lot like preventative maintenance. They said that, you know, you wouldn't you wouldn't go eight months without changing the oil in your car just because you can't afford to change the oil in your car. You also can't afford to change the whole engine in the car. So Right. I thought that was a good comment. I asked that person if they'd be willing to maybe write a letter that we could read on here. They said that they would kind of mull it over. I think that if they do, they do that get that letter to me, I'll either patch it in right now in the episode or maybe I'll come back in at the end of the episode and patch it in just to kind of let our fans know what's going on there. Like anything else, I think it's just one of those things that if you get what you put into it, it can be helpful, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, it's definitely something that you have to work at doing, you know, it's no different than trying to take care of yourself physically, you know, as well as mentally. So, and that's um, what they said. They said it's hard work, but it's, it's totally worth it also. Absolutely. So that person came to me confidentially and obviously we're not going to be given their name. If I do read their story, it's going to be a confidential story, but that kind of brings up another point in these, these maintenance topics that I wanted to hit. I don't know if I, I stressed it enough, in that episode, uh, we will be uh, completely confidential if you come to us and if you need help with us. We are not looking to gossip or spread rumors or make our careers better in any way based off your issues. And I think that that's kind of an issue right now in law enforcement is that no one really trusts their peers or trusts those above them to go to them for help when they need it because they're afraid of those things. Yeah, you don't want to don't want to come across a blue falcon, that's for sure. Right, right. So Swagger and I, we want to make this career field better all across the country if we can get there one day. We're not, so we will, what I'm trying to say is we will be confidential. We will not tell your story. We will get you the help you need if you need to get it through us. But also we're not just addressing issues within our department or our city or our state. We're addressing issues across all of law enforcement and that all law enforcement officers are seeing. Like I said, we want to help the entire profession, not just ourselves, not just the guys around us. We, If, if we can get there, we want to help every single law enforcement officer in this country. And we don't want to, <clears throat> I guess it's real easy to go down a negative hole when you start talking about stuff like this and you start talking about issues and you go down that negative rabbit hole real quick. It's thing it, all cops do it, especially when you get a group of cops talking to one another. Our goal is to fill that rabbit hole so that it's not around anymore, and we don't have to worry about that. Yeah, and back to the confidentiality thing of it. If we get somebody that wants to come on and talk, and you want to share a story or something like that, you know, you don't have to give out your name. You know, we don't. Uh, if you want to give out, you know, a nick, we can call you by nickname or, mm-hmm. or a call sign for whatever you want to call it. But mm-hmm. yeah, if you want to come on and talk and and share your story in that regard, you know, we don't need you don't need to give out your name. You know, we'll definitely play that game with you where we can kind of keep your identity confidential. But it's good just to get out and talk and and share your stories and experiences that you've uh, encountered along your your career or or even outside of work and things you've dealt with there. 
Well, and if we need to figure out something too, if you want to come on and talk and you don't want your actual voice heard, we can try to figure something out. I'm not super tech savvy. Those who know me know that, but I know that we can probably figure something out. So keep that in mind as well. Another big maintenance thing that I think we got to cover, if anyone's been living under a rock and is listening to this episode, our last episode, we made it on the Roll Call Room podcast. Yeah, that was freaking awesome. That dude, that I was, I, you heard it in the episode, I was geeking out like a fanboy. It was crazy. Yeah, I, you know, this that whole time, I'm not going to lie, I was literally trying to have to like reel you in, but at the same time on myself, I'm going, <laughs> this is just almost too much. I can't control my excitement. Nick's, Nick's doing big things over there. He has been, and obviously someone that we, we look up to and we want to help in any way that we can. The kind of backstory there was that that podcast was what kind of inspired us to to do our podcast. And I reached out to him, sent him the first couple episodes, and I said, you know, we're not looking for notoriety. Just can you critique us? And he did and said that he liked the episode. He liked both episodes. He liked the podcast. And then he asked us to come on his his podcast. So we absolutely had to jump at that. And it was a really, really fun time. Really good time. Yeah, and and one thing with uh with Nick is everybody should check out his books that he's releasing. My wife has read the yes um, police, you know, the mental barricade one. My my mm-hmm. wife read that one. She is not in law enforcement. She read it from the standpoint of a wife, and mm-hmm. uh, and that was huge for her understanding on on issues that kind of he experienced um and then kind of comparison with other stories that she had heard about her family and and friends yeah. that have been in law enforcement so make sure to check out all his books that he has because uh you know they're all going to be great reads and very informational yeah he's I, I literally own all of them because you can get them digitally for like 99 cents if you want the audio version it's like five bucks and then if you want the hardcover it's i can't remember what it is but it's pretty reasonable also they're they're very direct to the point, but they're in quick reads. You're not getting talked down to. They're just very informational, like you said. Yep. So can't thank Nick over there at the Roll Call Room enough. Yeah, we, to, we're looking, uh, hopefully looking forward to doing some more with him. Yeah, yeah, we talked about that. They've got some stuff going on, and and I would I would be thrilled to get back on that episode or on that podcast. I think from what I can tell, he's been listening to each of our episodes since being on that podcast, and just awesome, awesome experience. Never thought it would happen. And Swagger, do you know what else I never thought would happen? Uh, I Surprised me. Okay. I never thought there would be a product that would help me as a law enforcement officer with stinky equipment, especially at a great price. But now there is. Yep, now there is. That's where this is going, isn't it? That's where this is going. (laughs) Arrest My Vest is an odor-eliminating spray that works on all equipment and is kid and pet-friendly which is very important to me as a patrolman, a SWAT officer, and especially a canine handler. I use this stuff all the time. I use it on my bulletproof vest, on my duty gear. I use it in the canine kennel, in the squad car, all of them. This stuff works incredibly. They have sprays, sanitizers, air fresheners, and foggers, which come in the sense of midnight, stressless, daybreak, driftwood, and unscented. The rest of my vest is currently running too many BOGO refill and multi-pack deals to list right now. My suggestion would be to go to either Facebook, Instagram, or www.arrestmyvest.com for the best odor eliminating product on the market. Again, www.arrestmyvest.com. Tell them Swagger and Turk sent you. Let them know just how much we like and thank them. I love it. 
<laughs> I got, you took the words right out of my mouth. I can't even follow up with anything there. Well, you know, we uh, I guess we got to tell the story at this point. We had a fan we, that this the whole past five days week. We've had a ton of fan experience just based on the episodes we've been releasing as well as that Roll Call Room podcast episode. But we had a fan reach out to arrest my vest and told him that we mentioned him. And I got a text from them about eight o'clock at night on Instagram saying, Hey man, thanks for, for mentioning us. And we don't have like a money deal or anything like that there. They said they would send us a product. And I said, well, we don't do anything for free on this podcast. So we'll, we'll make sure to get you an ad read and, and maybe we can get a partnership going, but we'll see. Yeah. That's uh, and that the thing with the rest of my vest is, you know, obviously you don't have to use it just on your police equipment either. You can use no. it. I mean, throughout your house, whatever it, it smells good. So yeah, I've been using it for a while. I mean, if you've heard the last episode, you know that canine kennel, especially in the car, just gets filthy and has that that almost wet dog stink to it. So uh-huh. I take this stuff to it, and it's it's like a brand new car. I've, I've rode with you, rode around with you, got you uh, canine handlers, man, and that's those vehicles stink. Yeah, and when you guys use the uh, the products to get the smell out of there, it's about the best you can do. <laughs> right, right. So I, I was floored, <laughs> looked at my wife and I was like, Oh my God, it's happening. <laughs> What's the proceed? That's the second time I've referenced that. Yeah. I got to stop watching the office. <laughs> Maybe the office will spot. No, they don't know that thing anymore. <laughs> Maybe NBC will then. Oh, well, maybe, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> No, it was. Don't it get was me very started cool. on that one. No. <laughs> it was. It was very cool. So, definitely go check those guys out. Like we said before, they even contacted us. They're a good product, and 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 like I said, there's too many deals on that website to even list off. You can find it very well priced. So head over there. So, I think that's all the maintenance issues we have to cover. You ready to talk about this topic? Yeah, I I can't think of anything else maintenance wise to cover. So. Okay. Let's get this one started. What, okay. do, what do we got going for us this week? Well, what's been spinning my gears this week is the gym douches that you have to deal with. <laughs> they're, they're, those those are uh, those are very plentiful. <laughs> yeah, they're they're something else. Uh, I, I mentioned in one of our previous episodes that I have a gym membership for my days off, and I took a little extended period of time off around the holidays, and so I was I went from working out overnights to working out days, and this happened to be in a pretty, pretty liberal place near a, near a college. And some of the shit that I saw, my goodness. Oh yeah. I can, I can imagine. <laughs> so like the first thing I saw, and this has actually been on both, like whether I'm working out overnights or days is the mirror hogs. Yeah. I have right. One written down as well. Dude, I don't get it, man. Like, I'm not in the best shape, but even if I was, I wouldn't be sitting in front of a mirror flexing and taking my shirt off and working out abs with my shirt off. But that's that's literally what I saw. Yeah, I can't figure those people out. It's it's something else. <laughs> like it just makes everyone feel awkward around them. And then you're like, like I said, I'm not in the best shape, but bro, you don't have a six pack yet. So. <laughs> well, and the thing with that, you know, like I, I have no issue with you taking photos of yourself if you're trying to compare or con- and contrast your, your gains, right? Yeah. Do that in private. Do it in the locker right? room. Right. Absolutely. Not out there and hogging up space in the gym when other people are. Yeah. Trying to work out the, uh, if you talk to like any real weightlifter or like 
exercise enthusiasts, those mirrors are supposed to be so you can focus on form. Yeah. Not yeah. so you can measure your dick or, you know, whatever <laughs> else they're doing. Oh, man. But then, like, you, I literally had, like, I watched two guys, like, two dudes, college-age dudes. They're, like, checking each other out in the mirrors. And I'm thinking, you need a mirror to do that? You can check each other out <laughs> just yeah. looking at each other. Like, what? Are, what is going on? You can do that in private as well. I thought about yeah. pulling a pulling a Chris Farley from the Chippendales or whatever that was, taking my shirt off and doing that dance. Oh yeah, that, dude, that's a, <laughs> a Saturday Night Live skit. Yeah, yes, yes. that is uh, one of the funniest skits that those guys did. Right. Well, that's probably the funniest thing Patrick Swayze ever did in his life. So. Well, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> he was a good actor, but he wasn't very funny. No, he was pretty uh pretty to the book. The what other th- th- oh, was yeah, that? Oh, I was. No. Gonna, what else you got? Well, I got it. So okay, let's cover that right now. For some reason. When we record, you keep cutting out. What? But it's not the weird thing is it's not on my end. I can hear it when we record. And then when we go, when I go to edit it later after everything's rendered, you start cutting out. And I've heard that from several fans. We're trying to figure that out. I don't know if it has to do with the program we're using or the fact that we're not recording in the same room together. We're at our own houses. It's kind of like a phone call. Yeah. So, we're working on that. We'll get there. Kind of a little caveat to the topic we're talking about but yeah, we, whoa we just went off uh, off topic there yeah but, but we're working on it so i figured i think that happened and happened there we'll talk about it now all right perfect but anyway the next dim, uh, jim douche that i encountered was the grunter <laughs> like and i'm not talking the guys putting up big weights i get it when you got to reach down deep and push some heavy weight you're gonna let out some sort of noise some sort of grunt i'm talking the guys that had like 10 and 15 pounds that they're curling and they're just (laughs) screaming trying to get the whole gym to look at them (laughs) i yeah the the grunter is a uh is a whole beast in itself because i think some people use that to for breathing you know like a rhythm you know yeah uh, yeah you're kind of getting your rhythm going but my god yeah some people with like five pound weights on there and they're screaming like all right, maybe you shouldn't be in this gym. You might want to go to a different one or do that maybe, at home. Yeah, maybe at home. I think these guys were trying to bust a nut or right. they were busting a nut. I don't know what they were doing. but Well, because, you know, the five-pound weight, you could probably just pick up your milk jug at home and curl it. <laughs> do a bunch of beer curls would be fine. Right. 12-ounce <laughs> curls, baby, all day long. <laughs> yeah, I just snorted there, guys, if you heard that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the podcast is going downhill so quick. <laughs> right down the shitter. Washed it. There it this, this might be the last episode. <laughs> we achieved fame. We achieved a short-term sponsorship. <laughs> and now we're nowhere. Oh, uh, the next one that I had was the ego lifters. You know what I'm right. talking about there? Well, well, I think, but you're going to have to elaborate on that one a little bit. So that's like the the more plates, same weights, guys. Yeah. The ones that they could put a couple 45s on, but instead they stack like 10s and 5s and 2.5s. Right. And and... Try to bring it all the way out to the end of the bar. Yeah, act like yeah. they're going crazy. <laughs> the one instance that I saw, I'm trying to remember the exact details. This was about a month ago, but I was doing like squats, and I do like a, like a squat tricep uh, superset. And I was supposed to be doing squats and an easy bar easy bark uh tricep extension but this gym for whatever i'm paying the membership only had one easy bar in the entire gym and there were three dudes 
preacher curling with this bar. And I kid you not, man, they had multiple plates of each weight just laying on the floor that they were like, I don't think they knew how to do math was the problem. Like, you know, you do, if you, you put two tens and a five, that's a 25. You don't have to take up all the weights in the gym. So, uh, they were over there. They were actually grunters too, but they were making, they were making all this noise and like weights all over the floor. Like I said, the next thing I know, they're like giggling, like one of them farted and they just walk away, leaving all the weights all over the floor. Like someone's got to pick that shit up. You guys could curl it, but you can't put it back on the rack. What the hell? Well, that kind of wraps into a couple of the ones that are on my list. I wrote down, but yeah, the, the hogging of the equipment, you know, don't be sitting on something all day long. Get off uh, your phone. Yeah. You're, if you're if you're done and you don't be sitting on your phone just hanging out, you know, you shouldn't be in there on your phone anyway in the first place. But right. Um, but then also, like you said, you know, putting the weights back like that is a huge pet peeve of mine. Like yeah. you, you didn't find those there, you know, especially if, uh, you know, overnight, you know, I know because I've been in gyms enough to know that the the staff there goes around and goes around and has to clean all that shit up. Well, apparently not in the gym that I go to. Oh. Because I've been there on overnights, and there's weights and garbage everywhere. Well, if I was the manager of that gym, I'd be firing some people. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And it's it's a gym that – it's not like a Gold's Gym that's like a national thing, but they've got several of them around our area. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like I just got the bad one because, like, like all of the plates are rubber plates, but the rubber's coming off. And, like like I said, there's energy drinks and, and clothes all over the place and weights all over the place and – I don't know if I'm going to be renewing that membership. <laughs> yeah. It might be good just to, if you can invest in your own stuff at your house. So, and that's the thing I do have my own stuff, but it's in the garage and we, do, our garage isn't insulated. So oh. in these winter months, there's, I'm not going down there and freezing my nipples off. Yeah. That'd be a little cold. Yeah. So I pretty hard to get a sweat going. Yeah. I've got this membership just for the winter months and then I kick it back in. So it neither here nor there, but with these Eagle lifters, have you heard of these guys doing, doing fake weights? No, no. But you're, you're talking like the little training weights that they, that they make, <clears throat> excuse me, that they make. Well, so they, I think they make them for like movies and oh, photo yeah. shoots, but there's guys out there that are, I mean, they had to have been working out pretty vigorously at some point. Cause they've got muscles bigger than my head, but then they'll go throw, like 10 fake 45s on each side and act like they're benching that. <laughs> yeah. It's do they not realize that the truth is going to come out? Well, there's there's endless videos on YouTube about it. It's pretty hilarious. And then you see some of these guys getting called out on it in person and I'm sure that they're taking some supplements that you can't find over the counter, but uh-huh. but uh just to watch them get get cornered and have nothing to say is pretty funny. <laughs> What like I got one more with this topic. I don't know if you had anything in between there though. Yeah, I got one more. That's uh just wiping down the gym equipment after you're done. Using oh it. yeah, yeah. I and you know what? Back before like COVID, you know, I I never really thought of it. And now I'm sitting here going, you know, oh, I guess you can be passing around a bunch of shit. Um, but, sure. You know, I personally am not necessarily concerned. You know, I'm in pretty good shape and and so forth. So my immune system, I would like to believe, even though. You know, it's one of those things is okay um, to the point where I'd be able to fend off just about anything. But 
with that being said, you just never know who used the stuff before you. Um, so I would say, you know, double wipe, you know, yeah. hopefully you're wiping it down when you're done using it, but also wipe it down before you use it. Yeah. My thing is I know the kind of stink that I put off when I'm working out. So if the guy before me isn't wiping his stuff down, what's he laying down that I have to smell, you know? Right. Uh, I guess the last one that I had was I saw in the two weeks that I took off and I was working on days, there were like two or three personal trainers that just like look bored the whole time as they're, they're helping these people that are paying them money to be personal trainers. And like a, a couple instances, it was like an elderly person, like probably 70, 80, you know? Mm-hmm. And so they're not very strong and they're trying to get stronger, but they're trying to have a conversation with these guys and the guy just like rolling his eyes at him and look super bored and, they'd go to lift a weight and he's nowhere near him to spot them. And I'm like, dude, your entire career field is based off of sales and you have no marketability at this point. Like go over there and talk to them, make their yeah. day. Like this is probably all they're doing today. Like don't be such a douche. Well, yeah. And that's, you know, sometimes you run across people that they're sitting there, like they think their shit don't stink or something. Right. And you know, your job is solely to get business in to help support your financial you know, side of things. And if you're going to be a complete asshole to your, your trainees, you're not going to get repeat business. So, right. You know, just don't be a douche. Right. I mean, it, and if you don't bring energy into that, a high energy into that, then the people that are paying you are not going to have that energy. And overall, they're not going to have a better lifestyle because they're not going to stick with it. Right. They're going to, they're going to, yeah, they're going to walk away. And that's, that's bull crap too. So, just, yeah, don't be an asshole. Yeah, setting people up for failure. Right, <clears throat> right. So, I don't know, that was just kind of something that was on my mind. I knew that we were going to be talking about some other stuff and yeah, needed, needed a topic. But Well, here's a story for you. This is kind of funny. Yeah. I, uh, there's a, we used to go to this gym back home that was like in a kind of a small town. Great mm-hmm. gym. I mean, mm-hmm. for where it was, awesome gym. You know, me and the wife were there working out one night. There was nobody there. You know, it's pretty cool. You had the gym to yourself. Yeah. This big, huge ass motherfucker comes walking in and, you know, we got the music just blaring. He got pissed, like almost like roided out. Really? Like, yeah. I'm on the treadmill running and he's like, I can't hear myself freaking think. He <laughs> goes over and turns it down. So I'm like, what the fuck is this guy's problem? You know, and me you know at the time you know i'm trying to be a cop you know this is before i was a cop and i'm like trying yeah. to be a cop so i'm trying not to do anything and but that that was hard for me to do when i was you know six years ago you know i always just kind of said what was on my mind even no matter who it was so i'm like i'm glad i didn't say something to that guy because he probably would have killed me <laughs> <So>. <laughs> tied you up into a pretzel yeah. and dumped you <laughs> right right in front of my at the time fiance and then i probably yeah like, damn well i guess you know obviously working out and just being in better physical shape than most is a, is a huge thing for law enforcement. Your life's on the line every day. You never know who you're going to come across. You don't want to have a heart attack on duty, if anything. Right. So I'm sure that, that a lot of people in law enforcement have, or go to public gyms and have had to deal with this stuff. So it's kind yeah. of what I brought it up for. Well, and um, another one that's kind of a pet peeve of mine is that if there's, you know, you and a couple other people in there and you got the control of the, uh, the stereo, you yeah. know, the radio, don't go in there. I had somebody come in one time and change the radio. Oh. And I'm going, wait a second here, lady. I was here before you. So, you know, that's how this is going to work. When I'm done, you can change it. So, yeah, but I, I was like, I'm done. I'm not even going to engage with that because you're going to get a wild Karen probably. And Yeah. 
So I, well, I, I've always wondered because, you know, once you get into law enforcement, you have an aptitude of carrying a firing arm on you, even when you're not working. And I've never figured out what's a good way to approach that when working out in the public gym. Yeah. I, I honestly just don't even bring it. <laughs> so you don't bring it at all. No. Oh no. Yeah. I, I take the chance and I know it's kind of risky to do nowadays, especially if you're working out and you're like home agency area. Yeah. But I honestly, I would just wouldn't even do it now just because of, you know, you don't want to leave it in your truck and get a smash and grab, you know, or your yeah. vehicle. And uh, you definitely don't really want to bring it inside. <coughs> I mean, I guess if you're locking it up, you know, maybe not an issue. So that's, that's what I've done. I've, I've locked it up inside the gym in the locker room. But like my thought is always, if something happens, how the hell am I going to get to it? You right. know what I mean? But well, the other thing that, you know, it's kind of like when you go to the jail and you lock your, you lock your gun up and you may or may not drive out without it. And you're like, ah, oh, shit, you get halfway back to town and you're going, Son of a bitch! I forgot my gun. <laughs> I I have never experienced that. Fortunately, I I I've, thankfully have not as well. I've heard but some I've heard stories. <laughs> I've heard some good stories. Yep. I was just just gonna say that uh, like maybe a certain individual left the jail and went directly to a domestic. Oh my! <laughs> like like a twenty five minute ride from the jail, maybe even thirty to this domestic, and realized he didn't have his gun on him. So then he had to, he had to, <laughs> he had to work the domestic, and then admit to basically everyone on shift that he didn't have his gun, so that he can go back to the jail and pick it up. Well, I think I would have been finding a way to ninety or arrest somebody. I was going to say ninety-five, somebody. that could be a different thing. <laughs> Find a way to arrest somebody and then just take him down there and grab it. <laughs> like, are you sure you don't want to press charges? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's I haven't had to deal with that, but. Now, now, if I knock on wood, because you, yeah, it's gonna happen, it's now. Gonna happen now. Gosh darn it! Sorry, I'm gonna be that blue falcon, Steve. <laughs> Thanks a lot, man. That's my bad, man. I, that's <laughs> that tends to happen with me. You know, I, I put people in uh, really precarious, you know, predicaments. So <laughs> you're just not trustworthy. Oh no, wait, that's me. I'm not trustworthy. <laughs> wait. Yeah, I don't know. Do you, uh, when you're working out, do you tend to? like daydream yeah from time to time you know you you just kind of depends on what you're thinking about you know whether it's work or home or you know you start getting off kind of track and about something else so it's hard to not very frequently but yeah it's happened well so that that crossover that or to that what i'm talking about is i like and and cops do this all the time you play out every scenario in your head that you can think of but i had i had my gun locked up and I'm like, man, what if, what if like an active shooter or like a robber comes in here or something and I'm, I'm way at the other end. Like, what am I going to do? Am I going to take like a gym towel and wrap a five pound weight on it and just start going crazy? Or like, how am I going to get to that gun, man? Start throwing the five pound weights like frisbee. <laughs> start, start spraying them in the eyes with the cleaner. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going to say your sweat. <laughs> take, take the towel, bring it out in sweat, and start whipping them. They're just like, dude, this is mildly inconvenient. What are you doing? <laughs> But you gotta be careful with that one because you might find a guy that's been in prison before and you whip him his ass and he's like, Woo-hoo! <laughs> <laughs> or, or who knows how to make a shiv or, or or a weapon out of a weight, right? But <laughs> I, uh, so funny story. I, for those I guess who don't know, um, a couple years back, I got injured by a, a canine while training and 
And sometimes I have to wear tape on my knee, like when I'm squatting or running and I'm in the gym and had a guy, he was like, man, I see you in here with that tape. Like what happened? I'm like, well, uh, in my younger days, I thought I could outrun a police canine and he just fucking stares at me like, who the <laughs> fuck is this? <laughs> Yeah, never mind the fact that it, right right like never mind the fact that it was i'm a cop and it was in training but and you're yeah. a canine <laughs> yeah right yeah <laughs> i certainly ain't telling them that no oh man yeah i remember that when that happened i was uh i hurt my knee the same time man. But that's probably oh, that's when right. this whole thing started dude and you hurt your knee over a dog too i was running from a dog that's well, I wasn't that's crazy the dog. that was i mean i was trying to get away from the dog yeah but i was running yeah. after a suspect and his dog decided to join in in the chase and it was a lot of fun that's a story for a different day i have a have that written down on the list of things to talk okay. about because that okay. was hell week that yeah, was well, hell week for me we'll have to cover that because i thought my my knowledge of the details was different i guess so yeah it uh yeah it's it's definitely something to talk about because it's let's you know what actually so this is actually totally off the cuff let's next episode Let's talk about our injuries. Yeah, that's fine. Absolutely. It's going to be, I don't know if it's going to be as funny as some of the episodes, but. Oh, I think it do, might. Let's do that. Yeah, I think it might be pretty funny. Well, maybe, maybe let's check with legal first. Yeah, we might have to do that because I don't know how far we're out, down the road. Well, apparently if you say something, maybe I shouldn't go down that road either, but if you say something, I'm going to anyway, <laughs> that you have a, have something, a whole legal thing starts taking off and you're just like, well, what the fuck just happened there? Right. Yeah. So my, uh, my suggestion to uh, all people out there, uh, including citizens. <laughs> yeah, is to, everyone. Uh, is just go ahead and plead the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think uh, I think we should be fine. We'll we'll do some research, and if we can, we'll we'll talk about our injuries. Well, I think we can talk about our own personal injuries, but I, I would I, assume so. These days, I guess you never really know what you can and can't say, just like what you need to and don't have to disclose <laughs> well i mean we've got a disclaimer at the beginning i we'll, we'll talk about it later i'm not gonna bore, bore our listeners with us talking back and forth but we yeah, might I'll, have a topic next week I'll, I'll call my attorney friend and we'll have a nice sit down okay i'll call my friend who's not an attorney because <laughs> i don't have an attorney friend i'm not as important <laughs> as you are oh you got to get one of those, man. Those, those people are good. They're there for you. I'm just not going to give him a plug right now, but I might. I'm just, just going to go to the courthouse and can you be my friend? <laughs> is I this need where, a is, friend. Is this where you get legal aid? Is that where <laughs> you make too much money. Oh, damn it. I need legal aid. I need a legal, I need a legal aid friend. Somebody help me. <laughs> oh. Yeah, man, dude, I got, I got some, I got like, shit, I four attorneys that are friends of mine. So this one, this one, he's a fucking fire, you know, he, man, he pisses fire. Uh, he's a go-getter. Yeah, <laughs> it's always good to have like, sort of cross over what we're talking about, to have a fiery lawyer and not a douchey lawyer. Right. Yeah. No, absolutely. Because you, you can find those guys that aren't going to put any work into your case, um, whatever it is, and you don't or, know. Or, I guess I was thinking just the ones that try to play games like, you know, in a trial, they know they have no chance of winning oh, and they yeah. start pulling bull crap out of their, out of their rear end. So yeah, you want a straight shooter. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I think, I think we're kind of winding down at this point. Um, unless you've got something else that you really want to cover. I, I don't, I mean, 
I think that uh, the gym thing is great. I, I actually, as we were sitting here before we started, uh, I watched the the women's bobsled, the the mono slot, mono bob or whatever they're calling it. Yeah. And they, the United States had taken uh, gold and silver both. Nice. That. But the uh, Alana Myers Taylor, she just had a baby. She was on like COVID leave. Um, okay. Over there, she had like quarantine for twelve days over in China. But uh, they were talking about her. She is relatively older. I'm not 100 percent sure of her age, but. Um, but for her athletic capability, she's relatively old, but she's still squatting 400 pounds. Oh my gosh. That is impressive. So it, <laughs> I don't even know if I should go down this road. Oh God. <laughs> um, we talking about it's a podcast. You can say whatever you want. Well, yeah, right. There's no repercussions at all. It's in the radio. There's, there's no threats that come your way. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not going to, I'm not going to go to that. Oh man. You totally <laughs> set everybody up for that. No, I know. <laughs> I know. It's, it's. It's gross is what I was going to uh, go into and not my okay. story to tell. But I guess w- with what you're talking about with the Olympics, I will tell you there's nothing more degrading than being on a treadmill running at like a 11-minute mile pace. <laughs> and you've got people in the Olympics doing like a 10K on skis in like yeah. five minutes. <laughs> and, yeah. And I love the one where they're on skis and then they go and they have to fire. You know, they shoot. You know, right. I don't, I don't know what that sport's called off the top of my head, but I'm just like, Wow. That's well, and then because and then we've if, all ran and yeah. had, you know had to shoot, you know, yeah. qualification. That shit's hard. Yeah. I, how far are they shooting from? You know, I have no clue. I would say probably hundred. I don't you think, think so. Yeah. Well, I, I think, think I think they're only shooting twenty twos though. Oh, are they? Not I maybe, think so. Maybe it's not hundred then. They sure know. don't have much recall. But what I was gonna say was, if they miss every time they miss, they got to do a lap around this like little quarter mile track. Yes. Imagine the just the mind screw with that, like. Every miss you're seeing in your on your paper, you're like, oh, I gotta go another quarter mile. Fuck. Right. Well, I may have to mention that to the uh, to the other sniper and be like, Hey, let's change up our test because uh, that test that we have is is god awful. Yeah. Um, but maybe we try this one. Hop on skis. Yeah, we'll just go on skis. Oh, okay. Yeah, see what happens. Okay. <laughs> It'd be like jackass. Only uh, the sniper. <laughs> I'm assuming there'd be a lot of falling down. Oh, dude, I can't do skis, man. My one time, my one experience skiing was I was like 13 years old, and the only way I stopped was by hitting the fence at the bottom. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. But I stopped. Well, didn't Mark Wahlberg have skis on in that movie? Oh, like towards uh, the end? Yeah. Which one are you talking about? Because he's, I mean, I love his movies. Uh, just Sniper. Oh, Shooter? Shooter, sorry, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Did he have skis on at the end of it? I think away? he did. Where like apparently every... Well, I guess he was military sniper. Yeah, no, he's uh, yeah. I was gonna go off on a tangent about about police shows and all the crazy stuff they show on there, but back maybe to, that's for <clears throat> maybe that's another episode too. Yeah, well, back to police shows real quick since we're on it because uh, you freaking crushed the game on roll call room. You know, like I said, I'm nothing but a nerd. Uh, <laughs> that first one, that NYPD Blue, I'll I'll come out and admit that it was just a little before my time. So with that description that he gave, I, I had no idea what was going on there. I wouldn't have got it if I had a half hour. Yeah, I was sitting there and I was like, <coughs> can you guess? Or are we going to get dinged if we guess? <clears throat> so, what, and I think what made it worse was there was such a lag there between you and me and him that we were starting to cover one another. But yeah, I was waiting for like the shield to be won. And I was going to be like, I'll get every question you have correct on that one because I love that show. Yeah, the uh, <clears throat> you've watched The Wire. Have you Have you watched that? You know, I watched part of the first episode, and then like I got pulled away, and then hadn't had a chance to to watch it since then. But I just I knew from the description what it was. 
Yeah, one of our coworkers got me onto that. That looks like the most fun you could have in law enforcement, even though I know it's probably not for some of them. <laughs> but certainly for us, not, certainly yeah. not in Baltimore. No, not in Baltimore. Yeah. <clears throat> I would Screw that. The, the people who, who have stayed in Baltimore as uh, law enforcement officers, God bless you. Yeah. My, any, any and really, agency. Any yeah. yeah. Like you are some, you are something special, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Anything where, it, you know, you're over 300 people in a department. Yeah. And we all got stories to tell, and eventually we will. Yeah. Maybe, maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, but eventually, dear. Yeah, who knows how long it's going to take. You have no idea what I was talking about there, do you? No, I have no clue. Oh, okay, all right. Right over my head. Right <laughs> way over old, head. Way you, old movie. You may want to share that with the uh, the listeners, though, because uh, if some of them didn't get it, like myself, we might it's, be like, it's, it's just a super old black and white movie that was quoted in, like, oh. like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and, like... <laughs> So, like, not a movie that I saw, just one that I heard the the quote oh, from. So, kind of just like a third party viewing of a movie. Yeah, you absolutely. Through another movie. Yeah, I'm just I'm a big sham, is what it comes down to. There's <laughs> a so. third party business going on here. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't. I think we're winding down, man. I got nothing else. We pretty good episode, I think. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Excited to do the next one already. That's how that usually goes. We yeah. end one and it's like, shit, let's just do another one. Sounds like we could have some ideas. So I'm happy yeah. about that. What I will say, uh, we're having some issues right now, kind of figuring out just exactly who our audience is. Social media is kind of weird. Uh, for instance, like Facebook, I can't see who any of our, our liked or followers are until we have over 100 and right now we have 89 people following our page and 81 are liking it. So apparently they, they couldn't find the second button. But regardless, the platform that we use to record these has a little bit of a delay. But somehow <laughs> somehow we have an established audience of 45 people, yet we've got some episodes that have like 80 plays to it. So unless you all are listening to our episodes twice, that doesn't make a lot of sense. Uh, I guess just what what we're asking is if if you could please make sure if you have not already please please jump on our socials and help us out by following us so that we can kind of see what's going on or if any of you know of a better way of tracking those analytics so that we can have a better idea of who our audience is as a reminder like every episode Facebook is spinning our gears or at spinning our gears Instagram is spinning our gears Twitter is at spinning our gear leave that darn s off the back of it and we are working on a website it just hasn't happened yet we are yeah uh, we may venture into youtube here yeah we talked about that if that's something you guys want to see for sure let us know what what was the that other the other app that we just signed up on that hasn't really taken off yet oh was it rumble rumble yeah we're trying to we're we're, a lot of platforms are kind of getting pushed off of spotify it sounds like so they're going to yeah going to uh, rumble but we're going to try to stick on as as many platforms as we can with you guys so yeah if and if there's one out there that would be easier for you guys that you don't that we're not on yet let us know text us call us email us hit us up on any one of those socials and we'll definitely respond back to you okay i don't think i have anything else um i'm glad that everyone was happy with our last couple episodes and and all the feedback we've been getting i think at this time we're just going to sign off and say stay safe yeah stay safe everybody Friends that you still got game.